genre. The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Cass Fredrickson. And I'm Nick Jimenez. Today we're going to be discussing the final story of the 13th Doctor, The Power of the Doctor, which, as it turns out, is the friends we made along the way. (laughs) 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 Uh, So, uh, yeah, so the power. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead, Nick. Sorry. No, like, yeah, that's who, that Doctor Who, the friends we made along the way. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is, of course, this this ends the Jodie Whittaker era of the show, as well as the Chris Chibnall era of the show. Uh, the Chris Chibnall era of the show uh, ended up being the shortest era of, the, of New Who so far. Um, you know, all things considered, because he only had one Doctor. Um, the the past two showrunners had two doctors, so you know they were they were around a little bit longer. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, so I think I don't think I think it's safe to say no one is going to be listening to this that hasn't already watched the the episode. Um, uh, but I think we're just going to go in right into the spoilers, uh, getting everybody's thoughts. But I want details of those thoughts because I'm, I'm just very interested in how everyone felt about this one um so let's start with you Cass you were the freshest you stopped watching this yes literally 23 like, minutes like 20 ago. minutes ago yeah. yeah so uh what are your what are your what are your overall thoughts on the power of the doctor um I think I liked 85 percent of it um and this is easily the most excited I have ever been watching Doctor Who during the Chibnall era. Um, and I just want to know where the hell that was for like the past three years or however long it's been. Um, I. Yeah, I, I, I really, really enjoyed most of this, except for um, how he handled the Doctor and yes, um, which I knew I was going to be upset about but like I was kind of hoping I wasn't going to be um but yeah no I I had a lot a lot of fun uh during this and at one point I like threw my crochet project across the room and screamed so like <laughs> <laughs> I I I would like I would like to place bets on what moment that was um okay <laughs> okay <laughs> well that's really that's really cool though because you can't you don't immediately know what moment yeah that's true. right it's very true because there were there were a few pretty big you know I, in my head i call them no way home moments mm-hmm. yeah mm. that makes sense um, yeah you know for years i watch like behind the scenes content or read interviews and i hear from jody whittaker or cast members or you know 
Moffat or RTD when 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 they're interviewed about how much Chibnall loves Doctor Who and how oh he can just rattle off lore forever and he knows everything he's seen every episode and all three of us I think have have said like gosh if only we could see some feel some more of that in the show yeah and this was like the most like the first I've ever I think I've, I think I may have said this before you know but it really does feel like the most love for Doctor Who I felt come from his era of the show mm-hmm. it's. Mm-hmm. It's the most that classic Who has ever been represented in the show since 2005. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, I, I, it's just crazy to think. Like, I mean, the show has been on for, you know, uh, 17 years at this point. And uh, this is the most references to classic Who we've ever gotten in a single episode ever. Um, by like a country mile, like not even close. Right. <laughs> I mean, throughout throughout us doing this podcast, I've seen both of you guys get excited about the crumbs, yeah, of 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 references or illusions. Mm-hmm. And in this, we got like arcs being wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, one of which I can't. I'm excited to talk about, but um, I I want to I want to get your th- overall thoughts, Nick. What did, what did you think? Um, eighty five percent is a good number. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, in regards to Yaz and the Doctor, I think, well, what's that meme? Like, our expectations were low, but holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I, I was swept away by the ride of the episode, and I thought um, it, it did interesting things with 13's character, her reckoning with her... Well, we'll, we'll get into it, because that's also my issue, is of, of her her arc or character arc of her being kind of distant and mm-hmm. always running away from having emotional confrontations and stuff. But I had a lot of fun and I kept kind of thinking about like end of time and yeah. time of the doctor. And I'm like, you know, those aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. Like Capaldi really, really got a great finale. And I, I so think I, he I think probably got, he probably got the best. Well, no parting of the ways is probably the best, but, other than parting of the ways of the, all the new who doctors, I think it's like mm-hmm. Eccleston and then Capaldi's probably number two. Yeah. Yeah. And they there are, are some cool filmmaking moments messy. that, that <clears throat> I liked as well. Like there's a, mm-hmm. a, a, a one where like Yaz and the doctor run into the TARDIS getting shot at. And I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, overall I, you know, it didn't shed a lot of the problems that we I've had with this era of the show, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but it, it did end on a high note, especially, I think, is it, it is, is it safe to say all three of us like this better than than Legend of the Sea Devils? Y- yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, <cool. laughs> um, so so for me, I think that um, I, 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 I think I like a lot of this. I think maybe a little bit less than than what you guys uh, than you guys probably closer to like 70 percent. Um mm. But, like, I liked a lot of the pieces and the parts. My issue is it's just so sloppily thrown together um, that it just feels like a bunch of just a bunch of shit. Like, they're just throwing a bunch of shit at you for, like, two hours. Just more shit. Here is more of it. Um, And it's just like, do you want plot? No. Too bad. Here's more. Here's more plot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, And I just, like... It was it was kind of, it was exhausting, especially considering how much of this has to do with regeneration. The plot has to do with regeneration, 
then to have her actual regeneration be such a fucking afterthought of like, mm. oh, right, she's not dying anymore. I guess we got to fix that. Bam. Okay. She's dead now. Deal with it. <laughs> and it, it just, it pissed me off. Like, that I, that was the thing that was annoying me. The Yaz thing, I understand why people are disappointed by that, but also at the end of the day, she's the doctor. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's always going to end the same way, which I think is... Literally, the point of that Chibnall was trying to make there was just like, there is no other ending for a companion other than ending up in this room with the other companions talking about their adventures. That's it. That's the end for every companion. Um, no companion is more special than any other companion. And so I get it. I get that it's disappointing, but I agree with his choice, the decision that he made to do what he did. Um, but because uh, I don't like. I don't like certain companions being more special than other ones. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I don't know. It was just messy. It was messy. I, I barely could. I could barely. I was like barely holding on to the plot the whole time because it was all over the place. There were so many threads. Um, I guess Chibnall once said in an interview that his like his favorite. His favorite moments with the doctor throughout history is when. He just has to keep going from problem to problem to problem to problem to problem to problem, to problem um, and dealing with it and just keeps dealing with it. And I'm like, that's and so like you just did all of that in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was just every like there's literally parts where she's like, I can't another thing. Oh, my. Can it wait? No. God. OK, <laughs> here I come. <laughs> um, and it was just it was so much. And I just wish that the, the episode could have like breathed a little bit. Um, also, uh, the master's plan doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, I hated that. <laughs> uh, and, and overall it's like, there's a lot of stuff in this that I just feel like I've seen before and better. Like there's a lot of journey's end in this and journey's end yeah. is a much better story than this is. Um, and there's a lot of the end of time in this, but I do think that this master's plan is better than that master's plan in end of time um it's very it's similar but it's it's better uh i think um it's less annoying anyway um i don't know i have a lot of mixed feelings with this one i i i went in really wanting to love it there's a lot of moments in this where i was like hell yeah like oh wow that's an awesome that's an awesome great thing i love that i love that um one of my favorite things is that they canonized the uh, Seventh Doctor and Ace's Big Finish adventures. Like, they're the end of their oh. character arc is, like, that conversation they have is, like, reference to their arc in Big Finish audio. Whoa. Um, yeah. So that's all canonized, baby. <laughs> uh, which is really, really exciting and awesome. And uh, I think that that's really, really great. Uh, um, not canonized uh, the Fifth Doctor stuff. Uh, shocker, everyone. I told you so. <laughs> um, <laughs> not real. Uh, but uh, I I love this. I love seeing Graham again, even though I don't know what the hell he was doing there or why. Um, I had mixed feelings about his like flirtatious relationship with Ace, especially since it didn't even go anywhere. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It was just, it's a lot of, just throwing a lot of stuff at me. And some mm. of it I really liked and some of it I was like, oh, OK, but like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, like like um, the Dalek that that uh, betrays the other the other Daleks. Number one, that didn't go anywhere. 
right? It just ends. It ends up being like a trap for the doctor, I guess, because like she doesn't mm-hmm. get any of that information or get to use any of it. So, uh, and then she's like, wow, a Dalek that turns on it, that hates other Daleks? Like, I've never seen that before. I was like, you, in your last incarnation, literally his last story had Rusty in it. Rusty, <laughs> yeah. the Dalek who hates other Daleks. What, what, <laughs> what are you, what? You just had this. Um, so for somebody who supposedly knows so much about Doctor Who, he has a uh, very short attention span when it comes to New Who, I think. But um, anyway. Uh, I'm excited to talk to to you guys uh, in detail about this one, but uh, I have uh, mixed feelings, but I have mixed feelings about, I think, a lot of the regeneration stories. Um, I still think I like this better than all of the end of time except the last 10 minutes. So, you know, the end of time is bad. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It's it's not good. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Um, okay, where should we start? Well, we start uh, with a pretty cool cold open involving a space train. Sure. Yep. Yep. Uh, I really, um, I, I like the cold open. I like how it seems to be taking place inside of the theme sequence. Like in the flume, whatever, like time flume. It just kind of has like the same aesthetic. Oh, oh. the time vortex? Yeah. The yeah, time the vortex. vortex. Yeah. 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 And uh, I think I really I, I, I like and appreciate the way that they handled the uh, uh, Dan in this where you, he's in the he's in the cold open. He's in fine form. He's classic Dan. And then he bails and we get what we all wanted, which is like a Yaz doctor adventure. Yeah. I was actually surprised that he tapped out so soon. Um, yeah. Like. The pacing of this was ridiculous. Like, uh, when, when the, like, the forced regeneration happens at, like, like, halfway through the episode, I was just like, what the hell is happening? And, like, I think I appreciated the pacing of it while I was watching it because it just felt like, I don't know, like, it didn't really feel like too much. It felt like just... Like, just over the line where I'm just like, I don't know what's going on, but, like, a lot of stuff's happening and I need to, like, I don't know. It 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 worked for me, I think. Um, but, whew, like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, it had a, it had a breathless pace, like, and they call it out yeah. throughout the episode is the doctor doesn't even have time to really let the weight of, like, holy crap, it's Tegan and Ace. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Like Dan's gone. Oh, wow. Cybermen, Daleks, the master. Mm-hmm. And I think the way it linked up with like the master's like little moment of like, you have your fam, I have my fam. Mm-hmm. That was, I was like, okay, cool. Like I never felt like confused because it ended to me relatively simply of like, oh yeah, he's like amassing an army of some kind. And he gets mm-hmm. that line. I don't think this was explored or detailed well enough. So it's not that I, I disagree with Scott, but the master has that one line where he's like, don't make me go back to being me. Yeah. And so it's like, Oh, this was all about his like self-loathing and him hating himself and wanting to be more like the doctor and wanting to like mm-hmm. wear her clothes. And, but it's like tragic because he can't and he immediately doesn't he just becomes the master again just wearing 13's right. clothes 
Right. And uh, and so it wasn't. And, and I think Scott's right. Like like that also that has been told that story of like the master wanting to hating it, hating, hating themselves or wanting to be like the doctor in a dark way or twisted way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was like, I think compared to flux where where flux, I was like, what did a lot of that mean? You know, or why was the journey <laughs> that way? Yeah. Um, I liked, I, I, uh, <laughs> when he, when he was wearing the outfit with all of the doctor's, like various items, I was just like, "Hmm, that looks familiar." <laughs> Remember our old, uh-huh. our old. That's funny. Uh, and when oh, she shit. came yeah, back, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. Our, she our was, old podcast artwork. Yeah, and then when she was wearing that look, I was like, "Oh, that's a good look." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that she was, had Five's vest. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. I think the only person that I, I, I don't think was represented was Nine. I, cu- I couldn't see anything on her from nine but i mean nine's outfit is so nondescript that it's like i don't i i mean maybe she's wearing a socks like who knows you know (laughs) the um the forced regeneration was like the most radical thing about the episode for me especially while i was watching it because i was like are you seriously telling i was like are you taking away screen time for her from her yeah oh sure yeah like i was like this is this is a parody of what you could have done, you know? Yeah. Um, but luckily I think she remained a presence, not only because she was in her, her uh, like Paul crossing over place, which we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. but, and her hologram self. So it felt like 13's presence was throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. And so I was surprised how, at how much I was like, okay with the fourth generation stuff by the time she changed back. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I just don't really understand what the master's thought process was in taking over, like for her regenerating into him, because then it's like he just left his body empty, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I don't know. uh, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know how she literally like regenerated into literally him. That doesn't really make any sense to me. And then also like. He's like, I'm going to be you and then I'm going to but I'm going to look like me, but I'm going to tell everyone I'm the doctor because I'm in your body now and everyone's definitely going to believe me. And then I'm just going to like wreck havoc through the universe and everyone's going to hate you like they hate me. But I'm like, but like, why wouldn't you just want to like switch minds with her then so that it's Jodie Whittaker like out there doing evil stuff? Like, why is it you? Because, like, people know who you are, man. Like, you're the master. Like, wearing the doctor's outfit isn't going to fool anybody. And at that point, just regenerate and then go around calling yourself the doctor. Who's going to stop you? Like, who's going to know any better? Like, you know, I don't know. It just, it, it, it was like a real, like, weird, I could not follow his logic on, on you know, the plan. I just couldn't follow it. I don't think you're supposed to. Um, like I got like, especially like that that sequence where he's like being paraded around the unit building or whatever. Like I got like like Joker vibes from him. So yeah. I think like, and he talks about how he like whatever the the cyber computer thing. Like he just has it in his brain. So I think like the implication is that like he'd been. I mean, the master is already mad, but like. You know, like he'd been like pushed beyond that, mm-hmm. um, which I, 
I like this master, but I like when he doesn't go like to to like uh, like manically eating a cheeseburger level of like yeah. master. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, um, right, right. And I felt I felt like this performance stepped over that line for me. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's supposed to make sense. <laughs> very, very bold to do a the Joker wanted to get caught in the year of our Lord 2022. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah. I mean, he was and literally I was... Say, at least he was saying out loud how much he wants to be caught yeah. and taken there. He had, he had that joke of like, oh, yeah, I'm sure everyone's going to feel much safer once I'm locked in the building with all of you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, so, I was really disappointed that the re- forest regeneration didn't go two ways. I thought we were going to get evil Jodie Whittaker. Yeah, I know. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I thought was going to happen, too. Um, I was really frustrated by that. I I also. But then it's like, I guess at that point, you're just like, well, now it really doesn't matter because like <laughs> now she's just in the master's body, but she's the doctor. So now. I mean, they literally just switched places. That's all that happened. All right. For a second, I, I was like worried this was going to be canon of like, oh my god, is she going to like have to kill the master in her body and then regenerate as the master as Jodie Whittaker and then just like, <laughs> I don't know. It was getting it was getting a little crazy. Um, I will say so. There's there are a couple of things about the master's storyline that I really liked. One. Really, really loved him being Rasputin. I think that rules. That rules on the same level that the Doctor as Merlin rules, I think. <laughs> like, the idea that Rasputin was always the master, that kicks ass. I love that so much. <laughs> it, uh, it feels classic. It yes. feels like a classic Who reveal, like, pan up, it's the master. It's yes. how, yeah. how do we feel about that needle drop? It was so fun. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa, that's crazy. I was like, I was so convinced. Like, oh, I don't know how Scott's going to feel about that. No, (laughs) I love that. Uh, I I thought that was really fun. Because I also love that he danced with like this very stern look on his face the whole time. (laughs) I thought was like really just full eye contact, (laughs) like not breaking a smile. And just now he's making it weird. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. I love how weird he made it. It was the best. It's like like Alfred Molina and Boogie Nights. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I love that. What did we that. think of uh the slow turn of the Dalek and Cyberman? Oh like, the best. At each other? The best. <laughs> um the best. I uh I I also the other aspect of the Master's plan that I really, really like that I don't know that we've ever seen before, and I'm like, why wouldn't he do this? This is so smart. Is teaming up with himself from a different period of time like setting up a plan in one period of time where while another version of him like you know picks up the plan from another point in time like that is he's literally like teaming up with himself like i love that Mm -hmm. i thought i thought that was like a really really cool thing for the master to do and something that i haven't seen before i can't believe i haven't seen before Ooh. That's really cool because it's very, it's somehow they got away with doing another master team up without it feeling derivative of, you know, Missy and Cheeseburger Master. Right. John <laughs> Sims. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really, I really liked both of those. I, I think, um, obviously, uh, you know, 
I mean, we all knew it. <laughs> we all hoped <laughs> for something better, but we all I think we all knew that the timeless child thing was never going to come back and was never going to be concluded and was just going to be left out there in the open forever. Um, never to be referred to ever again. <laughs> the the child that they rescue in the cold open was such a tease. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was like, that was showrunner trolling on the level of the next doctor and the doctor's wife. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where you're just like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know what you're doing, you dick. <laughs> um, well, but... is is that like, I think... Yeah, I think that could have made the master's plan more solid, too, is, like, did he want to steal the doctor's body because of the timeless child thing? Like, because he would never die? Like, he isn't limited to, like, being a time lord? And, like, if they had made that, like, explicit, that would have made his plan so much better. Hell yeah. That would have ruled. You know? That would have been so good. Yes, absolutely. Because he's the one that's there with her when she knows, when she finds that out. So, like, if he exploits that, that makes perfect (sighs) sense. Also, he's, like, always in the business of trying to steal regenerations from the Doctor. Right. Like, that's, that's like, one of his main moves. So, like, that would rule. That's perfect. I think... I think the my favorite, the most I, I I really was compelled by Sasha Dewan Master was that cool period where he was like he couldn't stand that the Doctor actually was special. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or like he owed something to her now because of her her secret origin of like you're right. in my DNA. Like I I hate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, but man, uh. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, let me see. Uh, let's talk about, I guess, the Cybermen and, uh, and, and, you know, Ace and Tegan. Cass, do you like the, I think maybe we talked about this last, last time they showed up, but do you like the master Cybermen design? I don't think, have they shown up? Yet? Yeah. I thought this was new. Oh. They show up at the end of Flux, right? Am I crazy? Was it? I don't was know. it? No, they definitely show up. Was it the end of Flux? No, it's not the end of Flux. It's um the Timeless Child, right? Season two finale, they show up. Yes, right? they're like all around him on Gallifrey. Yeah, yeah. Post, oh, post. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think they look we- different though. I think they got like a like an upgrade in this. I like the no, design look, of them. They look like this with yeah with the with the. With like the time, spinny, time lordy, yeah. stuff in them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I meant more like the material. Like I think they're oh. like, like darker and like more armory. Oh okay. Than maybe last time we saw them. Yeah, they had like yeah. weird little pointy shoulder pauldrons that I kind of liked. Mm-hmm. That were kind of edgy, yeah. and the stupid headdress thing that I'm obsessed with because yeah. time lord fashion is so stupid, and I love it. Yeah, it's almost like the masters parodying. Time Lord, mm-hmm. like pomposity, like yeah, look how dumb they look, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So all the unit stuff. What did we? What did we think about all of the unit stuff? I have a question first on that yeah. topic, though. Okay. Uh. So to me, for some reason, the unit set that we get in um. That that tenth Doctor story with with Martha's cousin, where like the Daleks and Cybermen team up. What's that one called? Oh, uh, Army of Ghosts and 
Doomsday. Yes. The other one. <laughs> I forget what part two of that is called. Doomsday? Is that? I think Doomsday. Yes, yes. Yeah. Army of Ghosts and Doomsday. Yeah. Like, that to me is like, from maybe nostalgia, but that's like an iconic, oh, that's what Unit looks like or whatever. Is that Unit? No, even? that's Torchwood. That's Torchwood. My bad. Um, but the, the sets kind of reminded me of each other. Mm. hmm But yeah. I liked the setting. I like this new Unit set. Yeah, it's very modern looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's in a, it's in like a skyscraper, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of um, crazy. I, I love Kate. Yeah. For a second, I really did think she was going to get turned into a Cyberman. I was going to be yeah, like, so I was doing, so stressed we're doing out. again too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just seeing her like when she gets invited into the TARDIS and she has kind of like a wait me moment, it's like, oh, wow, like you've been in the you've been in this a long time. Mm-hmm. I I loved when the master was coming in and and talking to everyone. And he was like he had little snide remarks for everybody. And mm-hmm. he was like, you know, like, uh, like t- you know, said stuff to Tegan, said stuff to Ace. Ace threw back that he was a cat once. And he was like, yeah, that was a failed experiment. Um, <laughs> and, and then when he but then when he turns to Kate, he's just like. Your father was a piece of shit idiot. Like just, <laughs> yeah. like, just no cleverness to it at all. Just yeah, like, like he has nothing bad to say about her. He's just like, yeah, your yeah. dad, your dad sucked. <laughs> your dad was a moron. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, her face was like, I don't, I don't know if that even fits. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He 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 wasn't. He objectively wasn't stupid. <laughs> you could have made like a he, your dad your dad missed your birthday or something. You know, like <laughs> right. He he caught you so many times. <laughs> your dad hated protocol. <laughs> you take that back, you son of a bitch. Yes, yeah, so they have to like hold her back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mom, mom. <laughs> uh, God. Um, I really, uh, I okay. So, so my my uh, the arc of like of Tegan having like doctor baggage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that played. I think they found a good story for thirteen. That's a good conflict because this particular version of the doctor, you can kind of picture her ghosting Tegan more than like previous incarnations. So mm-hmm. it it felt like a good like challenge to give. I don't think they they resolved it in a in a in a compelling way, but well I guess they kind of did with her reunion with her doctor. But you know, as far as 13 yeah. goes. Right, right, right. Um yeah. Well, I mean, you know, cuz her relationship with 13 doesn't really matter. It's kind of it's kind of irrelevant. Right. It's more of like her relationship with the concept of the doctor. <laughs> like she's so far removed from the fifth doctor, you know. Mm-hmm. So um but uh, I yeah I liked that and I I loved I loved Ace in this Ace I think I think Tegan I think Tegan was solid but like Ace oh man Ace was so good Tegan Tegan's like best scene was her scene with the Fifth Doctor I think with the with the hologram I think that mm-hmm. was like a really really great scene and a really great way to to tackle that but like Ace's stuff was just oh God it was so good I'm obsessed <laughs> I was so happy with her, to see her again yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like, just we had her, you know, we had the jacket, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Beyonce joke with the bat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. She got to she got to beat a Dalek to death with a bat again. <laughs> just like old times. Uh, 
the moment where Yaz was like, Take, Ace, I need you to like jump into a volcano and like beat a bunch of dogs to death. She was like, yeah, this is like a video game character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Uh, I love I love when she's like she tells Graham she's like uh, we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna use it to beat the Daleks just like I did back in 1963 and he was like how old are you <laughs> that man that was uh that was an emotional roller coaster for me those like two minutes because like this, the the Ace Seventh Doctor scene like wrecked me mm-hmm. maybe it's because we we've just recorded. We've just done a season of TDC, so all of this is just so fresh in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Graham cameo, I was still recovering from that, and then Graham showed up, and I was just like, like... Out of fucking nowhere. Just <laughs> yeah, out of yeah. like nowhere. <laughs> you know when you're like already crying at a wedding, and then you turn around and you see like a friend, and you're like, oh, wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that when uh, when when you use the psychic paper on someone who is a friend of the doctor, it just says that you're a friend of the doctor. Friend of the doctor, yeah. I love that. That's so great. Look, Um, I'm interested to get y'all's opinions though on those two scenes because you've you know you've seen all of all of classic who like casted those like reunion scenes hit as as a longtime fan. Yeah, no, I really liked both of them. Um, The yeah, no, the the I really like both of them. Um I think the 7 and Ace one was a, like a little better. Um just because I I like really like their their dynamic. Like he he just, he's just like looking out for her and like referring to her as like a child like I don't know. I'm like getting emotional talking about it. <laughs> um and like the 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 catharsis that those scenes gave in the middle of like the clusterfuck of like the plot of this was really nice. Mm. So I really liked them. Yeah. Like Scott? I had never even really. Yeah, please. Oh, well I, I, uh, I, I just realized. So, so, okay. I, so I love both of those th- scenes and I think that, I think that the, the, the catharsis is really good and I like the, I love I I've hearing a lot of complaints about the about the hologram thing and I got to be honest I think they're all wrong cuz I think they're missing the point of the hologram which is the hologram being a a way of telling un, ma- making you understand that the 13th doctor isn't a, like a special doctor like it is the doctor is the doctor across all iterations of of their self and so right. the fact that like the that like that hologram AI thing is an amalgam of all doctors so that, you know, each individual um, companion can have a conversation with their doctor that is actually like emotional and meaningful. And it is that doctor because they're all the doctor. Mm-hmm. Really fucking cool. Um, I just, I loved that as like a device, I guess. Um, but I also, uh, I, I, I why what why did Tegan react so strongly to the thirteenth doctor being so young when literally her doctor was the fifth doctor, the youngest classic doctor? Like like by a lot. Like she didn't even meet any of she met four for like a second. But Right. Yeah. But like mostly. I think it's fine. more like please. Oh no, you go for it. 
Oh no, I I think I think I kind of read it as like her in relation to her for herself now. Yeah. It was like oh, wow, she's like younger than I am now. Oh, okay, I see. I see. Yeah. Cuz a lot of a lot of fair. Tegan's like uh like baggage or like angst in this episode is like how long it had been since she last saw the doctor. So I think like the doctor being like looking young kind of like uh underlined that for her like it had been like mm. super you know yeah and like her resentment of like her her line to yaz of like we used to be you mm-hmm. like right we're and it's it fit because and this has had been an issue for us the whole era but like yaz hasn't gotten to process this the way other companions have so mm-hmm. it's like much more of like oh wait like what's going i really liked how they both were so cool with 13 like hey like looking great professor like this is awesome and then so it wasn't like they resented that it was a different doctor but they still got to see perceive their version of it for like the viewer's sake and the actor's sake like they we get a reunion mhm mhm um it's uh yeah it was it, i i i liked them a lot i think that um it is interesting as soon as as soon as uh, uh, Tegan was like, the doctor sent me a miniature uh, Cyberman. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, honey, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tegan, come on. <laughs> it's not even a Russian doll. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, what did we think of the way the hologram incorporated Ruth? I liked that too. It was nice seeing her again. Actually, mm-hmm. um, I wish that um, we got more of her. Honestly, I know that this episode was like so long and so much happened in it, and I like just, I just like wanted more of that and less of like crazy master plot. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just such a badass. Like as soon as yeah. she makes an appearance, yeah. you just remember the presence that she brings into every scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was glad to see her and I liked how they u- utilized her here. Um that it was like Yaz who transformed the hologram into into that um mm-hmm. into that version of the doctor. But uh I do have questions about it from a a, a technical standpoint just because sure. just because I'm like does does 13 have all of her memories of being that doctor now? Because if she doesn't, I don't know how that doctor could be a part of the AI. Let's think back to that finale. Did she <laughs> get like all of her, every, I, I think that, that was like the tragedy is she didn't get every, all of her memories back. Right? No, because the memories are in the fob watch, right? And she in dropped the fob, the fob watch. watch into the heart of the TARDIS. Into the TARDIS. So yeah. if the TARDIS has it and the TARDIS is responsible mm. for like, deploying the ai or whatever yeah i guess that that okay all right oh uh (laughs) detail detail i really like the cast just reminded me of is when yaz has to fly the tardis for the first time she's been she has all these post-it notes that she's been collecting and she like puts them all in the right spots (laughs) yeah i know cass hates that because Cass hates companions who can drive the TARDIS. (laughs) i do think that the gag where she pulls the manual out from where it's hiding is was really yeah. funny because she's just like I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, yeah. 
And she's like, why am I talking to you? Yeah. But I did like that when Ace comes in there and she was, she's like, you know how to drive the TARDIS? I've wanted to drive the TARDIS. And I was like, ah, that's a good reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause she was, she was going to learn how to drive the TARDIS if they, if the show hadn't gotten canceled. Um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. Oh, and, uh, how did we feel about the return of Vinder? One plot line you too all many. Have to, you remind, you have to remind yourself who Vinder was? Yeah. No, 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 I, no. I, okay. I like him and I like that actor a lot. And I, like, I thought his yeah. performance was really fun, but like, and it was nice seeing him again, but I don't really know what he did. He, uh, so, he, so both him and Graham, I feel just replaced Dan. Like, because mm. I think that he, in the plot, I think he wanted to have everybody in this. So he's like, well, I'll have Dan early, get rid of him. And then what I would have given to Dan, I'll circle back for Graham and for Vinder. And that's how I'll get them back in. Right. Like Vinder could have been the dog. Mm-hmm. Vinder could have been it any of the friends we've made. That would have ruled yeah. if it was the dog, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah. But I, I appreciated the moment where Vinder shoots the master and he was like, I'm freelance. Like, <laughs> that's cool. Um, um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I, I, I personally did not love what they did with Dan. I think that like, that was kind of, I, I would have almost preferred if Dan had just left between episodes than without them like referring to it or having the moment where it happens, then having him leave like five minutes in, just be mm. like, I'm out. I don't know. Didn't well, work for me. Here's, I think what it was supposed to do, what I, what I thought while I was watching it at the beginning was, oh, cool. They're pointing out that Dan has a life. He's mm-hmm. like, he didn't, he didn't call her out, but he was like, I have that girl that I've been talking to. I have my parents. Like, I like my life. I, I want to, and now because of my time with you guys, I'm ready to start living it. And the doctor has this close up of like, oh yeah, settling down a life. And that doesn't go anywhere. I don't no. think. Yeah. No, I, I almost wish, like, I almost wish that had been what the, the, uh, the sea devils had been about, like it had been about Dan learning that. And then at the end being like, I'm going to actually, leaving. I'm leaving yeah. scary yeah. stuff and I don't want to die. Um, that I think would have made more sense because then you would have went into this being like, okay, it's just a, it's the Yaz and doctor show for the last mm-hmm. one. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't like that he he was out at the very beginning like that. Um, what else? Uh, I have a. I think my biggest. Okay, well, actually, no. Before we talk about the big thing, I want to talk about a crazy thing that the episode just kind of glides past, which is the 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 quarksian that that the alien and en- the entity made of pure energy that oh. disguised itself as that little girl. Yeah, yeah. the. What is it? It started with a Q. Quarunx, something the like that. The, the, mm-hmm. the Chloron. He's uh, Chibnall's not great at a lot of things, but one of the things he's worst at is naming aliens. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he has a skill for coming up with bad ones. Yeah, yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> it's it's truly impressive. Um. Like, if it was called the Flupus, we'd all probably remember it. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. RTD did has a he's really good at it. Um I'd say I'd say yeah. Moffat's somewhere in the middle, but I think I think mm-hmm. RTD is probably the best at it. Cass, say the crazy planet name from memory. Raxacoracophalpatorius. God Boom. damn. Boom. <laughs> um, I think my biggest problem with the episode, the thing that I kind of like resent the most is that they, they set up the, the 13, like never slowing down, never stopping for like a real conversation. And like Graham even calls it out. Is she still doing that? Where she doesn't talk about it, her feelings. And then we get, in my opinion, like, and they don't even like, like they don't, we get the scene where they're like on top of the TARDIS talking, but that's pretty much the scene that we got with like Legend of the Sea Devils. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. It sounds like that was kind of something all three of us mm-hmm. noticed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> my, my biggest thing, and I know like, I think this is why I don't like um, like eras of, of new who being tied to like showrunner and doctor both. Like, I, it made no sense to me for Yaz to just be like, okay, I'll let you be alone now. Like, because she'd already seen, like, a regeneration happen. Like, she already knows, like, what's going to happen. And, like, it makes no sense for me to, for, like, this companion. And I know, like, I don't know, like, other companions have seen regenerations. Um, so that that's that's the big one um but again that's like tied to like you know showrunners and having control of like casting and everything yeah so (laughs) when uh when yaz you know when the doctor's like i think i want to do this next part alone and yaz didn't challenge that at all yes yes yeah like didn't fight back even a little like i was so disappointed yeah yeah i understand that uh reaction uh, I understand. Or, or just it. from a character standpoint, of just sure, the resolution right. of her finally rule of threes, of her being like, "No, you've been doing that the whole episode. Just this one time, I'm not going to let you do that." Like, actually, no. Bounce all companions. And right. it, it, it wasn't even about one companion being more special. Just resolving, like Martha even got like more of, her, yeah, an arc. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, well, for, first of all, I just don't. I it never. My issue with that is just like I don't see the 13's arc really at all it it feels a little shoehorned at the last minute where like chibnall just like was like well okay so what was her arc it was like well i guess she's done this a few times so maybe that's what her arc is i was talking about yaz's arc like because she's the only one from like the first three that like stuck around so like why like what is the reason like why you know to to me, the way that I read it is that she's in love with the Thirteenth Doctor and well, doesn't want to see her turn into someone else. Okay, because she doesn't want to not be in love with the Doctor. Like that's what she would lose if she saw the rege- she saw her regenerate into David Tennant. <laughs> like she would be like. Okay, well, um, cool. Uh, all right, I, 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 I. I'm going to go now. <laughs> like, it yeah. just, like, I don't know. I don't know what, what that would have resulted to. And I feel like part of her understands that of like, you're not, you're not dying, but in a way, like I am losing 
this version of you the one that I'm in love with and right I've I, to me it read like she was letting that go to a certain extent yeah but. no I I no I see what you're saying it just like I think the reason it doesn't work for me is because there's no resolution to any of that like they talked about it in the last episode kind of and then like just yeah I don't know yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I don't think yeah. there's a resolution to like almost anything Chibnall set up yeah. over the course of this show. Yeah. Um, I will. Well, uh, we did get we did get closure on Ryan riding a bike. He was learning to ride a bike again there at the end. So that's that's <laughs> something. Um, I was I was actually with Graham coming back. I was a little annoyed that Ryan wasn't here. Yeah. Yeah. That screamed schedule stuff. It did. Mm. But at the same time, like, could you imagine, like, so Graham and Dan are like, where is it? Like, doing the directions thing. And then Ryan rides up on a bike. Oh, oh yeah, of course. I was heartbroken. I love Ryan. but Oh, my like, God. It, yeah. It was so, like, throwaway of, like, oh, he's traveling. I'm like, he's shooting a movie. Or yeah. maybe he's, like, <laughs> doing a play or something. There was nothing left in the budget <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We get we got Graham and Dan for a hot second. That was fun. That was fun. I didn't realize how similar they were until they were sharing a scene together, and I was like, "Oh, you guys are like the same character, just different yeah. ages." Yeah. <laughs> I guess the closest thing to a theme that I think this episode has that, and it, and it resonated with me, is you know the episode ends with like a companion support group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, we get Ian. Mm-hmm. That was that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, and I think one of them, I think it might be Graham's like, I can't believe we haven't done this before because, like, we're all alone and there's so many of us, but we have all these stories to tell. And, you know, we said at the beginning, the doctor, who is the friends we made along the way. Mm-hmm. And it kind of worked for me on a meta level because, like, you know, uh, like this show has been responsible for quite a few friendships in my life. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, like, even though the doctor is changing and moving on the people can still like the people that hit her lives touch that or that she touched her lives can still like, they still have each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved the companion thing. Uh, I loved, I, I just wish that that concept of the power of the doctor being the friends <laughs> that she made along the way. Um, I wish, <laughs> I wish that theme had been like, like more strongly laced through the rest of the episode instead of yeah. like kind of hinted at here and there and then just like clunked sewn on to the end of the episode um sort of uh like just having two classic companions in in the episode isn't enough to like drive home that theme i wish that it was all about that um i wish the, right. i wish the plot had been more thematically relevant to that and it just wasn't because it was, I think, it was like this weird thing where it was almost like, is it like a dual meaning that the power of the Doctor is thematically the friends who we made along the way, but practically regeneration? Is that the dual it, meaning? Isn't it both? Like, 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 oh yay, Doctor Who's about the friends we make along the way. But then, like, Yaz has that line where it's just like, you know, the Doctor is. Uh, what does she say? She says like the doctor is loved or whatever, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she's loved. Yeah. So like, I didn't. 
I didn't take it to mean like regeneration. I took it to mean like very literally like, yay, friendship. Mm. <laughs> her, her heart. Yeah. Because, uh, but I think Scott, I think your idea, if if your idea totally would have worked if the master was after the right. timeless child powers. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing is it just feels like it it needed another draft or or something. It needed it needed another another pass on all of this stuff to like make it a little stronger. Yeah, because I can kind of see yeah. like the thematics of like including Dan leaving in the very beginning of this to mm-hmm. kind of like underscore or like not int- not reintroduce, but like you know um, just underscore that like. The companions come and go all the time and then like have mm-hmm. him come back later. Um, so I can kind of see like that through line, but it's just like really muddled in between. Yeah, because what we it's like, oh, Dan was ready to graduate because of his adventures with the doctor and Yaz. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm a better person and I'm ready to get out there and, and seize life. Right. And and it would have been cool to see like, OK, why isn't Yaz ready? Yes. Like. Yeah, what's she? There could have been so many, you know, like well, what's keeping me on the TARDIS? You know, obviously I I'm in love with the Doctor, or like, but because like, but then yeah, like Scott, like not, not, nothing was ever really it yeah resolved or it, mm-hmm. it came of any consequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because because of uh, all the plot, <laughs> there was so much. One plot. thing, one thing I do want to talk about before because I really want to talk about the future and like speculation and the ending and the, fin- course, the final scene and all that, but we haven't brought up the Doctor. Uh, the doctor meeting with her past selves mm-hmm. that that uh, that scene on the rock, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Cass, what did you think of seeing? Oh, what, what did you think of eight refusing to wear the robes? Oh my god! So, so I I think that sequence um is like my favorite part of the episode. Um, and mm-hmm. I know it's super fan servicey. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> so so when. When she's talking to, uh, like the first doctor, it's like, oh wow, it's really nice to like see, uh, this performance again. And then I audibly gasped when he turned into six. And then the thing that made me throw my crochet was McGann, <laughs> because like, oh my god, I knew it. because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say specifically McGann. Yeah, yeah, um. And it was really good seeing Sylvester McCoy as well. And like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I really like the concept of that. I think that's like the strongest written part of this. Like, you can mm-hmm. kind of tell that he'd been like thinking about doing this, but like constructing the plot around it, maybe. Um, but because like. It's it's exciting to me because like, I know we kind of like canonized like we backdoor canonized McGann stuff in that mm-hmm. like webisode, but like that wasn't right. like actually part of like the broadcast thing. So like I was like freaking out about that. Um, and I'm obsessed with his outfit and he can get it. Mm-hmm. He's so hot. <laughs> he sure can. Um, <laughs> what does McCoy say? Like, Oh, there's always one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I also, uh, I, I just, I, I'm wonder, I'm almost wondering if it's like, if it's like a, like a reference or like a hint or something. The fact that like the, all of the doctors that are in this episode. So you have five, six, seven, eight, and 10. Well, mm-hmm. 14, but 10. 
Um, all of them are big Finnish doctors. Oh. And so I'm almost wondering if they're just like, yeah, 13's totally going to do big Finnish. Like, we, we just like all, it's like all big Finnish doctors. Um, that's it, uh, which I loved. I also loved Six's, uh, like, disposition, which was, yes. that's his big Finnish disposition. That's what he's like in the big Finnish audios is, like, a lot more chill, mm-hmm. not so annoying, mm-hmm. not so, like, you know, a pig-headed. You know, he's, he's, he's like that. That's his disposition. And so I was like, I was like, oh my God, that's my sixth doctor. Like, I'm, I'm so excited to have like seen him realized visually, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I almost feel like, you know, the thinking of, cause the big finish thing flew right over my head, but thinking about that, I liked how they spoke to 13. They were like, Hey, like you're doing a pretty good job. Like. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of character. It wasn't like overhyping, like you're the most special one that's ever been. It's just like, yeah, hey, you're keep going. And like, it was almost like on a meta level, they were like, hey, it's not the end. Like, mm-hmm. we all thought that our adventures were over mm-hmm. when they were over, but you never know. Maybe they'll, like, you'll have more time than you think that you do. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Jodie Whittaker would definitely be a, a, an actor who would come back and do big finish stuff. Um, especially because she's so just, young. Well, yeah, yeah. And there's just so much opportunity in her stuff. Like, yes. just think about the, like the endless amount of like Yaz and Doctor stories, or Yaz Dan and Doctor stories, or you know, a- any kind of combination you could do um, with with thirteen. I mean, there's just there's so much stuff you could do with her. Because I gotta be honest, I think that my biggest disappointment with this episode is the fact that like. When it ended and she regenerated, I'm like, I still don't know who the 13th Doctor is. Yeah. And that bumps me out. Yeah. That really bumps me out. I know what she looks like, but, like, could I write the 13th Doctor? Like, I feel like I could write a conversation with a random person and almost any other Doctor, but there's something about hers that it's just there's not that thing that makes her stand out, I think. Oh, thank you. You just reminded me of something. Uh, One of the first thoughts I had as soon as she showed up and I was like, Hey, 13, I, it hit me. I had kind of like a, a fountain clueless moment of like, I, th- I think 13 is my favorite doctor in the way that Andrew Garfield is my favorite Spider-Man. Like in theory mm. where it's like, we're like trapped in like, I, 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 yeah, I can almost inarguably say that the amazing Spider-Man movies are like the worst Spider-Man movies, uh-huh. <laughs> but Andrew Garfield in that role, it's like, that's my guy. That's, that's my favorite Spider-Man. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah. And with 13, it's like, that's the doctor. I think I would most want to go on an adventure with and yeah. like, just felt like, but then it's trapped in like this kind of lackluster season. And I, right. I just found myself kind of equating those two of like, Oh yeah. Would I watch amazing Spider-Man two again, just for those handful of moments <laughs> where I really like, <laughs> right. Right. Andrew Garfield. I, well, speaking of those handful of moments, I loved 13 fixing Vendor's ship. That yes! was, that was the best. Oh. With, when the goggles came down. Oh, man. I was like, hell yeah. One more time before you go out. <laughs> but I, I, I got a little frustrated, too, during that moment because it was like, why weren't we seeing more of this? Yes. Totally. Yes. Like, I, you, you give me a yellow notepad and a pen and a pot of coffee, I can give you 20 doctor being like gadget from rescue rangers stories Mm -hmm. that's that's what her thing should have been like is that she's constantly like 
making wacky contraptions. Like that would have been really fun and interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, maybe some of them work really well and some work not so well, you know, and she has to like fix them on the fly or something. I don't know. Like there's, there's like an absent minded professor that she could have been as yeah. the doctor. That could have been her thing. And instead, like she doesn't ever really get that. I don't know. I don't know. And Yaz being like the student that's also putting out her fires that she isn't even noticing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also think that not having a female showrunner for the 13th Doctor really hurt because I think we've we've brought this up in the past, but I don't think we've talked about it in a, in a while. But now that we're at the end of her run, it really does seem very apparent that Chris Chibnall was afraid of giving her real flaws. Yes. Like afraid of the reaction to that. Um, that a that a female showrunner would not have been afraid to give a female doctor actual flaws to like mm -hmm. yell at her companions if and then apologize later, but like be not perfect. Yeah. And and I think that that ultimately is why her arc becomes so weak as a character because it was so tacked on and so forced is yeah. because it's a bunch of people telling us what it is instead of Chibnall showing us through 13's actions. Yeah. Like, no. yeah, no, I, I still like stand by like whether it was like conscious or not, like the drive to make this doctor emotionally distant, I think hurt it like hurt this, this era because like, you know, like, oh, no, like, heaven forbid we have the first female doctor, like, be in touch with her emotions. Like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> it just makes me so angry yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So I agree with Scott earlier when you mentioned, like, I think the way you know, if I can't be the doctor, neither can you. I was like, first, what happened? Because the Quexalon or whatever also did stuff so i'm like what killed her was it the blast or was it the quexalon well the, I... the blast was the quexalon yeah because it's like a remote thing and it like changed the yeah. trajectory of the the laser pew pew whatever cool yeah right yeah i forgot that's what the remote did <laughs> well they don't explain um, it he just I pushes like... a button and it just yeah. like <laughs> yeah and um so yes carrying the doctor great um but i really i liked her line of like needing more time that kind of felt like the most you know you kind of talked uh, last week scott about how the doctor is always kind of talking the actor's kind of talking to us at the end mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the idea of like oh yeah like she thought she had more time or like it seems like it's going too fast you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah um uh what did you think of her like final scene? Uh a lot of people are like are 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 like saying she has like a better last scene than like any like uh, uh, like other like better last scene than 10 11 and 12. And I don't understand that at all <laughs> um i think that they all have better last scenes um because i think they're a little more poignant this is just so like 
I don't know. It just feels so throwaway. Like I didn't matter. Um, of like, yeah, okay, next guy, tag, you're up. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I, I, I understand that a lot of the 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 um the self importance of those last speeches from a lot of the other doctors really rubs people the wrong way. Like Eleven saying, you know, I'll always remember when the doctor was me, and Ten's like, I don't want to go, and you know, all of mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, I know that rubs some people the wrong way, but like, I love that because it's not about the doctor; it's about us. It's about us saying goodbye to this actor, mm-hmm. and. She, it almost was like her and Chibnall all sort of just felt like, eh, whatever. Like, it's all part of history and, you know, whatever. And, and tag, you're it. I'm gone. And it just didn't feel like enough for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted, like, I wanted her to, like, sum herself up or something. Um, but I just don't think that Chibnall is capable of writing something that good, unfortunately. Guess what, what do you think? Um... Aside from being frustrated that she was alone, um, I I really liked the visual of it. Um, I really liked that, mm-hmm. um, like how, yeah, I liked the the visual metaphor of her being in front of like a sunrise um, more than mm-hmm. I because the her her last like monologue does not stick in my brain at all. <laughs> um and like because i think the the conversation that she and yaz have um like when they're sitting on top of the tardis kind of sums up the era a little better than like whenever she's talking so like i wish that that had been reallocated to like her final scene and then they actually like talk about something you know like that mattered between them um, but I did, I don't know. I like teared up. So like, and it's, it's really sad to see her go because I feel like we just yeah. got to know her and I, I knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, <laughs> it was very pretty to look at, but I think ultimately I was, uh, disappointed. Yeah. I, uh, I really liked Taguret. I mm-hmm. thought Taguret really fit like the playfulness of her character. I know we've all compared her to like miss frizzle at like an elementary school mm-hmm. and so like the playfulness of like tag you're it the game the game's still going and now it's your turn uh-huh. yeah it's like oh man because i agree with Cass. the monologue is like so i don't know if i've ever said this out loud i really always everything scott said about tag you're it i think about doctor i let you go uh 12's last line i was like i remember when that happened i'm like that's so generic and like any of them could have said that yeah and doesn't have the, any of the personality of 12. It's just, and I was like, okay, well you can't, you can't nail it every time, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, because the, and so the past, even though that episode is, you know, inarguably a better episode. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know how I would like rank the scenes yet, but I, I like that final moment tag you're it. And then, yeah, the visuals were gorgeous and I'm glad Chibnall found a way back to a, a beach side cliff. <laughs> it, I've, so so I I don't know just to to clarify my thoughts I it's not that I dislike Tagurit it's that I I wish that there was more of a build up before that to one. it like, yeah 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 a, a, like a build up to the line I don't mind the line I I agree with you I think 12's final line all the build up to it is so good 
like the like lo- love hard and like all that stuff is like you know run grow fast lavender love by hard. your grow, yeah grow lavender by your garden window yeah fall in love whenever you can <laughs> uh, like all of like the 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 build up to it and then doctor i let you go i was i remember just being like that really that's your last la- okay um, so like it, the it was the build up was better with 12 to a line that was lackluster whereas like i i think the line is good but it feels more throwaway than I would want it to because there's no build up to it. It's like she like walks out and says like two things and then tag your it and then it's mm-hmm. and then it's over. And I I it just felt like not enough for me, I guess. I wanted her to like yeah. I, I, I think you're right. I think she is summing herself up with that conversation with Yaz because I think they're trying to have their cake and eat it. Yeah. Um, in terms of like having a regeneration scene with a companion, but also not having a companion there when she regenerates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I just had the dumbest thought ever of like if there was a regeneration where it was just really inglorious and just like just like someone having like a stomach ache, like a doctor just like, oh, this one's going to hurt. Oh, this one's, oh, this one's going <laughs> to suck. Oh, here it comes. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> Oh no. Um anyway. Uh so we called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We 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 kinda called it. Um, Cass, were you still did being kind of semi spoiled by it or calling it affect your excitement at the the reveal? No, I I um I felt like really like vindicated. Like, cause I I <laughs> I like theorizing about Doctor Who when I'm excited about it. Um, so mm-hmm. like having that get paid off, like to the point where I like forgot that it wasn't even confirmed that it was <laughs> that she was going to regenerate into David Tennant, um, um, was really vindicating and awesome. And I'm like excited. It it's kind of like bittersweet excitement though because like I just. I I really really wanted to like this era a lot, and I really wanted to like Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. But like, I just have all of this like mixed emotion about it still. Um, mm-hmm. But it it's really good to see uh, David Tennant again. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what did what did, how did you feel when the, when the um, big thing happened? Well, uh, I was I was very uh, uh, like. It, it was so funny because I was like, I was like, oh, cool. But then I was also like twisting my head to the side when like the clothes regenerated. Also, I was like, oh. what? <laughs> what is this? What's <laughs> this has never happened before. <laughs> uh, uh, so that was that was interesting. Um, it is the dialogue was exactly I I didn't I didn't want to be obnoxious last time I was on and like really shoot my shot and say exactly what I thought the scene was. But I was like, he's going to recognize his teeth, realize he's the same guy again, and then say what three times. <laughs> I knew that that's what it was going to be. A hundred percent. I knew oh my it. God. I knew it. Amazing. Yeah. And, and I was like, as soon as he like licked his teeth, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that's when I was like, David Tennant is a genius because I could... I was I made the discovery when he I could feel him licking his teeth. Uh-huh. And I'm like I know exactly what he's going to. Oh, he did it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um no, I mean I I I I loved it and it took me right back. I I also love it again. There's like this metatextual thing 
that like I loved like you know what what Nick was talking about with the companions earlier but there's also like even going back all the way to like you know the first RTD era his final line of like I don't want to go is both David Tennant saying that Ten saying that and Russell T Davies saying that yes and now they're back and you know it's like he's surprised and being like, what? What? I'm I'm the doctor again? And then but it's also Russell T. Davies being like, I'm writing the doctor again. <laughs> like, what's going on? Um, I just I love that. I it's uh, it just took me right back um to like the the aughts and uh yeah, the the original RTD era. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Did you guys see the fifteen minute thingy? The or the fifteen fifteen second trailer? Like the Oh, the, I didn't. You know, next time trailer. They It's like four shots. It's like yeah. very quick. And it's all outdoor stuff that got leaked <laughs> during the oh, bl- Okay. During dur- during the leak. Like you see Catherine Tate like being like, "Whoa, me? Too? Yeah. I'm back." Yeah, yeah. Um uh, but, but real so but oh. then you get you get a glimpse of Judy Gotwa at the end as well. Right. Right. Which I think is really savvy because I hadn't even thought about this, but you know, it could easily look from a certain point of view of like, hey, we're about to get our first black doctor and are we taking his moment away Mm -hmm. for nostalgia? And I think looping him into that bit at the end of the trailer shows, oh, no, no, this is all by design. Yes. Like, he's the prize at the end. He's the destination, but we're just going to have some fun getting there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the thing about um, that where Russell T. Davies said that the David Tennant is playing the 14th doctor? Awesome. Huh. I love that because you you call you called him that, and that is what I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. Is that this isn't ten again? This is the fourteenth Doctor. It is thirteen's experience in this new body, and it like gives David then a chance to like to play a different character. Yeah, yeah, because he's now he's now re- referring to Shudi Gatwa as the fifteenth Doctor. What? That's crazy. Okay. Yes. Yes. Like in his Instagram post with the trailer, he was like, get your first look at the 15th Doctor. And I was like, wait, what? What a troll. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because uh, t- Tenet's like one like VO line in the trailer over the montage is like, I have no idea who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Man. Which kind of could work on a meta level too. I don't know how like how open they're going to get about like how the the Chibnall era, but the idea of if the show comments on, yeah, we never, 13 never really got the chance to figure out who she is. So she's having kind of an identity crisis. Mm. Like maybe turning back to faces that she knew were more familiar before she can like move forward. Yeah. 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 I think that, I yeah, I don't know. Because I mean, you know, you could make the argument that like, oh, maybe she's, She's turning back because, you know, she was, like, inside her, like, regeneration cliff or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, and that is, like, what, you know, because they say that, like, the regeneration has to do with, you know, what they were experiencing most recently. Like, 11 regeneration, regenerating into 12, like, being Scottish because of Amy, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, you know I it's hilarious. Oh please, Cass. Oh, I was I just had a thought. Um, do you think that maybe fourteen 
reverts back to the I don't want to go doctor because of the like the degeneration thing that Yaz does because like we get 13 back for like a very brief moment and then it goes back oh, to like the true. doctor that's just oh. like I don't want to go like I regenerated twice in this body yeah that could be cool too that's true I forgot about the G- the degeneration thing yeah um, I was just it's so funny like she's dead she's gone and we're still like what was her thing where was she at emotionally yeah. What's, what was her deal yeah Oh my God, guys. Yeah. Okay. What if when they did the degeneration thing, right? It like did something and the doctor reabsorbed the other 10th doctor. And that's who she has rejected. That's why he's older. The one that l- was living with Rose. In an alternate universe? Yeah. What? What if it's what if it's that regeneration? Like Weird. it has been like reabsorbed and that's why he's older than the tenth doctor was, because he's been aging in real time with Rose. Huh. That's and that's weird. why he showed up fully clothed. Also. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that sucks. <laughs> In the cold open of the 60th, is it going to be like him eating cereal with Rose? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, so I think today I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, he just gets sucked away. Sucked yeah. into himself. Because I think like the the forced regeneration stuff with the two glass like cases of emotion or whatever, like we're mm-hmm. so um, visually like tied to the end of time like intends regeneration yeah so like i totally. don't know if they like communicated that on purpose and like that's what they're kind of doing but that's my theory mm, i don't know but i agree with you Cass. it's like bittersweet because it feels so good to be hyped about the show again and hyped for the future and theorizing but then it's like you know, you feel guilty about how quickly. Yeah. Like, all right, yeah. that's over. It feels disrespectful almost. <laughs> well, I I feel like I think it only feels disrespectful because we kind of feel because it was it, it was like we look back at the era and just feel kind of disrespected. Yeah. You know? Where it's yeah, just like, yeah. God, it it, it it you don't feel fully satisfied. Like when you got to the end of the original Russell T Davies era and the Tenth Doctor. I felt satisfied. And the same thing about the end of Moffat's era, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm. you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm ready for something yeah. new. Like Whereas, almost like, to the this point, was just like, like almost to the point where I was just like, okay, I, I, I need something new because this is like, I've had enough of this for a while, you know? Right, right, right. Um, and, but this, I never felt satiated by it. I don't even right. want to say satisfied. Cause like, that's not even, <laughs> I was never close to that. Yeah. But yeah. like, not even satiated, you know? Mm-hmm. And there was there was also the added extra shitty thing of like these past four years of like, I think we did a good job of being critical of this era without ever even sounding like the like, get woke, go broke, like big, right. yeah, big yeah. googly YouTube eye thumbnail. Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, But. I think that's what it is. I think that's why it feels guilty to move on because it feels like she shouldn't be dead yet. You know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it just, they didn't earn that ending. They didn't, they didn't earn getting to an end because like it just, it it never co it never coalesced into anything. I don't know. I think, Um, I think if her, 
Um, uh, how many seasons did she have with with those three? Was it just the one? No, it was two. Um, before Flux, two. yeah. So I think if those yeah. first two seasons were as like off the wall, like you know, for better or worse, like as Flux was, and then we got this finale, I feel like that would feel like. You know, like we could identify the era as like, oh, yeah, that's a Chibnall era, you know. Um, right. But even so, because like. Yeah, I just I just wanted stuff like this for the past three years or however, like three seasons, you know. Yeah, I feel like the whole the, those first two seasons specifically were Chibnall trying to like jam a, a, a you know, a, a square into a circle hole like a yeah. square peg into a circle hole of like i've got to make doctor who so i we got to make sure that this is like you know case of the week monster of the week story of the week kind of thing and it's just like chibnall buddy like you just you've never been good at that like you're the, our least favorite episodes of doctor who prior <laughs> to this you should be doing your own thing do the, broad, the broad church, church guy yeah bring the broad church vibes to to doctor who that's right. what we always want and he finally started doing that with flux Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't love the villains of Flux, right? But I loved the journey of Flux. I loved going on that journey of like finding that that happy medium between having each episode have a distinctive identity while also telling an overarching story that goes, right. you know, part one, part two, part three, part four. Mm-hmm. Um, the other iteration of the show never did that i mean like even the even the finales weren't two parters and maybe they should have been i don't know but yeah the battle of rantscore avcolos part two (laughs) i mean what was his name tom jones what was his name (laughs) oh the teeth man oh tim shaw tim shaw tim shaw mr i like mr teeth man yeah mr teeth man yeah I don't know. If, I mean, yeah, that's he had made thing. a cameo at the very end of this. <laughs> yeah, raggedy man, good goodbye. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> um. Anyway, I I just feel like Chibnall was going against his instincts in those first two seasons. I think he and was then... playing it too safe in season one, and then by the time he like realized that, we got like the timeless child stuff, which like that episode with Ruth was like our favorite part of that second season, and then we got yeah. Flux, and now this. So like, or and the Sea Devils one, yeah. but whatever. Um, yeah, and all the New Year's special yeah, stuff. It... Right. It's it felt so often like a Hollywood like soft reboot of doctor who Mm. and this really felt like you know connected to the show in a way that it it, it rarely got a chance to yeah so uh yeah um we will not uh see you guys again with another like numbered episode of of the doctor's companion because i only number the new new who episode episodes um, long way around has its own its own numbering scheme. See, we won't see you again with another one of these episodes for thirteen months <laughs> because hey, thirteen. Uh, That's sad. So long. Oh my god. I I genuinely. I know that he was making the specials for the sixtieth anniversary, but they said multiple specials, so I just assumed it would be like over the course of the year, right? But nope. 
November 2023. Um, oh boy, that is a long way away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those three specials will probably, so two of those will probably come out like in 2024. Uh, or are they all three going to drop in like a month? Two months. I I don't know. I don't know what the plan is because I mean we probably won't know until like five days before the first four years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but uh, I don't know. I mean, I I guess if you did like a like a bi bi weekly thing, I mean, I guess you could do like uh you know November November what is it November twenty third is that the anniversary right twenty third yep. Um, November 23rd, you know, middle of December and then, or like, like first, first or yeah, first week of December and then like Christmas day, maybe. Um, I don't know. Cause I know I, what I'm hoping though, is that shooty season starts like in March. Like I hope he brings Dr. Who back to March and does like, yeah, like it's like, oh, the Christmas special 14th doctor regenerates into shooty. And then we we just gun it into shooty season in, in, in March of 2024. That'd be so cool. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I mean, can you imagine like at the end of the special? It's like Judy, introducing Shooty Gatwa as the 15th Doctor coming November 2024. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I know. That's what I, that's what I don't want. Oh, that would be a nightmare. Um, no, I, I feel like Russell's going to bring it back to the way things used to run, I think. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we heard that they're going back to a 13 episode season or something. Um, yeah. I think uh, I think what the UK in general needs right now is a return to stability. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, if that starts with Doctor Who, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, plus, I'm, I'm my my whole theory with Russell coming back, um, just in general, is I think he is coming back. Because the BBC is like, we don't have anyone who can run Doctor Who. And he was like, I'll make you someone who can run Doctor Who. <laughs> I, like, I, I think that that's why he's coming back, is to train the next showrunner, whoever that's going to be. It's like, you know, let's, let's, put them, let's put the writers through their paces and teach them how to run this show. Because mm-hmm. um, there's just a distinct lack of that kind of showrunner in England. Because um, there's such authorship. You know, yeah, in England yeah. on shows where like the writer writes every episode. Yeah. Um, there's so much of that in England that like someone who is a showrunner, the the way that Moffat was or the way that Russell T. Davies was, like just doesn't really exist out there. So um he's gotta he's gotta have a training ground. So Yeah. It's gonna be really cool seeing the writer's room come together. Yeah. Well, there's not like a typical writer's room with Doctor Who. Um, or like, you know, when they remember, I remember when we started announcing who was going to be writing 13's first story. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I am excited about that. I think that could be really, really cool. Especially mm-hmm. if he, I, I hope it's a good mix of like old favorites and like new voices. Um, I'd love to see Paul Cornell come back and do another episode. Yeah. Right? Um. And uh, uh, I've heard Richard rumors. That, who's that? Richard Curtis. That would be crazy. Oh, my God. Richard Curtis. Yeah. Well, his relationship is more with Moffat than with Russell. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that would be cool. But 
I don't know. Also, who are you going to say? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Cass, were you going to say Oh, no, something? please. No, I'm good. No? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I would, I've heard rumors that Moffat is writing a new episode, um, a new like one off without the baggage of being a showrunner, just like <laughs> a Moffat episode. Yeah. Um, which, which is kind of fun and nostalgic in a way. Uh, but yeah, Toby Whithouse, bring him back. Oh, he should have been, been running Toby Doctor Who this whole time. Instead- <laughs> well. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, oh, man. that'd be cool. Uh, Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Yeah. Would love a new. Although he's really busy now. He's yes. like, yeah, you know, oh, co-show right. running Sandman and he's running that angel demon David Tennant show. Um, good Omens. Good Omens. Yeah. He was. He show runs that. Mm-hmm. It'd be really cool to see like, you know, um, Haunting of Via Doriadati, Haunting of Via Doriadati writer come back, Demon of the Punjab, Fugitive of the Jadoon, mm-hmm. like those writers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, it would be cool, like, if he if he brought some of those people back, but it was also like, so this is how you make a fun Doctor Who episode that isn't part of the Chibnall era, you know? Just like, let's, 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 you know, let's uh, keep them, because them, that's the thing is like, the Chibnall era, I think even the best episodes of the Chibnall era still suffered from, like, the Chibnall tonality of the era, you know? Mm-hmm. I would watch any 13 episode before any Sixth Doctor episode that we've covered on TDC so far. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, sure, of course. So would I. <laughs> yeah, so like, would I. I. I think there was fun to be, like, Haunting Fior Dottie, that's a fun episode. Fugitive of the Jadoon, I don't think... I, I there were like bursts of fun throughout this era. I just think there was never enough momentum to make it feel like we were consistently having fun right. for like a whole season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. Uh I I I like a lot of the ep- the, the the episodes that you guys like a lot less than you like them. Yes. Um, yeah. But that's, including this one that's that's no, my <laughs> that's that's my problem that's not your problem um, i'm almost more excited for you i'm no i am i'm more excited for you than i am for me going forward <laughs> yeah i'm like yeah just make him please throw the guy away. <laughs> yeah i just i'm 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 very hopeful about having my favorite show back um in 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 a form that i'm more pleased with i guess mm-hmm. um but uh anyway i guess that's all that that's it right anything else any any other hopes and dreams for the future uh i hope kerblam comes back that would be fun i like kerblam um oh uh do we think well, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess so, right? Like, the 14th... Is it going to be, like... Do you think it'll be a weird thing where, like... Da- like, David Tennant is the 14th Doctor, but, like, as we get the other specials, like, he turns into, like, 11 or something, and then we get, like, a- an episode with 11 who is also the 14th Doctor, and the whole thing with the 14th Doctor is he's, like, a best-of record. <laughs> <laughs> there are some rumors, right, that Matt Smith... Is like going to make an appearance in one of these? Yeah, I've heard those rumors. Yeah, um, he's really good at shutting that stuff down, though. Like he's very good at like 
not goading people the way that like where there's always like a mischief mischievous glint in Andrew Garfield's eye and all of his like press things where he was denying about being in Spider-Man. Um, like Matt Smith is always just like, yeah, no, never again. I don't, I don't ever want to like, he's just like very like <laughs> direct. Um, but it would be fun if that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, anyway, I don't know. Um, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We will be back. Hopefully the early half of next year uh, to do our next round of long way around that absolute banger of the long way around season. Um, So really excited to uh, dig into that Um, until then. I don't know. (laughs) Tag your it. (laughs) I don't know what that means in this context. (laughs) Now you make a doctor. I'm the podcaster now. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.